I've never seen God command someone to do something that is impossible for them to accomplish with his power. So when you recognize that your calling is actually a command of God over your life, you realize that it's not all the pressure on you. As long as you are obedient, the pressure's on him. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here you. on Church Boy uh, Confessions. Uh. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church Boy Confession Podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Heke. Welcome to episode 123. One, two, three, ladies and gentlemen couldn't come on a more special day because this is kind of a thanksgiving episode um i'm not, I'm not gonna be talking about like gratitude the entire time but uh you know it, it is a, it's a special episode it is special number special episode uh, special teeth ladies and gentlemen if you haven't already noticed i have invisalign <laughs> i got them this morning well saturday morning i'm recording on saturday morning okay the, the okay the the the, the, the jig is up, huh? Okay, look. I got him this morning. Um, still getting a little used to him. So, apologies if my S's sound a little And, you know, and after that, I hope that, you know, that, that's not too annoying, okay? Um, <laughs> but let's get to it, yo. I have a couple of announcements first. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy early Thanksgiving. Um, I hope you guys, you know, have great plans. And if you don't have great plans, you know, I feel like it's always a hard time of the year. For some people that may not have their family like that or may not have loved ones or maybe just plans fell through so they can't be with their loved ones. But I really do hope that whether you're with your loved ones or not, please remember to give God thanks. Please, please remember to give God thanks. Um, Give him praise. Don't let your praise cease. Don't let your um, thanksgiving cease because there's something to give him thanks for. There, there is something to give him thanks for. You can thank him for his grace over your life. You can thank him for for the calling he's put over your life, the worth he's put over your life, the identity he's put over your life. And it has not gone any less with all your sin. It's not gone any less with how many people have treated you wrong and so on. And if you're spending it alone, guess what? You're not alone because our father is with you. And if you want, hey, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? We can FaceTime. Um <laughs> But yeah, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And then, of course, I have two big announcement. We have the dates set. We have the venue set. And we're getting together all the bookings set. January 29, 2022. From San Diego, California. From my dad's church, Redeeming Grace Christian Center. Don't Google the address. I'm going to tell you the address. Because the address is wrong on, on, on Google for whatever reason. I told Google to fix it, but they didn't fix it. Can you imagine? But we will be having the fourth unassociated poetry jam. It is official. It's happening. It's it's happening. We have received audition entries. I have not sat down and watched them thoroughly yet, right? But I have taken little peeks, you know? I've taken little dips, just like some of y'all taking little dips before you pray on Thanksgiving on the dinner table. That's that's bad. That's wrong, right? But I've taken little dips. I've taken little peaks, and I'm tell you like this, man. When I tell you that this is going to be the best show yet, I truly believe it's going to be the best show yet. This is going to be amazing. I am so excited for this show. Like I'm excited to see you guys all in the flesh. I'm excited to. 
um, hear these pieces and see these pieces leave an impact on all of our lives. Even the people that are performing is going to leave imp everyone by God's grace will not leave that that church the same that day in the mighty name of Jesus. I truly pray that each and every one of us be impacted, each and every one of us be filled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. I'm going to be talking about this poetry jam every week on social media, on this podcast, whatever, until you guys get it through your head, all right? More information will be given. Takes will go on sale next Wednesday, so I'll definitely be talking about it next week as well. Um, so I'm so excited and I believe everybody should be excited for this truthfully. And not to mention that, you know, if you don't know our team, the unassociated team, we're all over the world by God's grace. And, um, we have a lot of team members coming to San Diego for this. And, um, it's going to be the first time I've even seen some of them face to face in person. Um, and, that's just going to be a blessing. Like, that's a blessing on top of the blessing. So I'm very, very excited for January 29th. Um, but let's get into it, yo. It's Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of things we could be thankful for. I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I am thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for my team. I'm thankful for the job that God's given me because you guys know how many episodes I talked about how hard it was to be unemployed. But look at me now. Look at me now. Thanksgiving 2022, I could say that I, I'm sorry, 2021. I'm in the future. I can say that I have um, a job. That's big. Honestly, just that alone. But there's something even bigger than that, I would say, that has happened to me um, really recently. I would say on the second half of 2021. Um, when I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I have truly... Like, I know that I'm called to preach. I know that I'm called to do this whole, you know, minister thing, right? But the affirmation, the confirmation that I've received from the Lord and from those that that God has sent in order to confirm me has been overwhelming. It has been amazing. And that is probably what I am most thankful for in 2021. Maybe, I mean, of course, there's a lot of things, but like that's the biggest, like most notable thing that I'm thinking about. Like when I tell you that my church has affirmed me, my, my parents have affirmed me. And you guys continue to affirm me. And these things have truly helped me to understand who I am. It's helped me to understand, you know, like God has truly called me to do this, you know, like, and like, it's so obvious for some people, but like when you're actually in that state, like, it, you know, you always have these doubts, you always have these fears, you always have these anxieties, you know, you always feel like, oh, well, if this didn't work out, then why am I doing this? Should I probably try something else? But nah, like... No matter what, God has truly sent people in my life and God has done even himself through the Holy Spirit of really affirming me and helping me to know that, yo, this is what I'm calling you to. And to put the cherry on top of the cake, I'm sorry, what is it called? Slice of cake, cherry on the Sunday. You know what I'm talking about. Um, I've even been able to privilege to receive more responsibility at my church. And that has been amazing. That has been a blessing, you know. Um, so I'm thankful for a lot of things, you know, but I must say that with all the responsibilities and the accountability and the affirmations of, of me being a person in ministry, a preacher and so on has come with 
some obstacles, of course, because whenever, you know, whenever God pushes you on that path, there's going to be enemy, the enemy, there's going to be, even if the enemy is yourself, it could be external, it could be internal, that's going to try and fight against that in some type of way, whether it's our flesh, whether it, whether it's Satan himself, whether it's other people or so on. But, you know, I, I face these obstacles and of course, you know, you're going to start hearing the voices that say, oh, you're not good enough, you're not equipped enough. And I become very self-conscious, like they'd ask me to pray. Let me tell you something, like I said. It's different when I'm in this room and I'm talking to a camera than I'm standing up and I'm talking in front of people. It is. Some people will say, oh, you don't look nervous. I think I look nervous, right? And, um, you know, sometimes I can get really self-conscious about my speech or maybe my energy is not there like it's supposed to. I'm just looking at other people. They're looking at me. I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I start to just, my mind starts racing. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us, when we get to that point where, okay, we know what God wants us to do. We know that God wants to go on this path. We doubt it and we fear it and we have anxiety about it because we feel like we are unequipped. And there's some of us that God has called you to something, but you swear you don't know that, that God has called you to that something. Not because his voice isn't loud enough, but because we have even been trapped in our own fear and our own anxiety, you know what I'm saying? Of just questioning, oh, is this supposed to happen? Is this supposed to happen? Is that supposed to happen? Because we're scared of going up there. We're scared of being seen. We're scared of possibly failing and so on. But thankfully, the Holy Spirit reminded me of something this uh, this week. And I'm going to go to a place. Yes, I've out of the 123 episodes of Church Boy Confessions, I've probably read from this place 75, 85 times. Jeremiah chapter one. <laughs> I feel like Jeremiah chapter one, it just speaks so well. It's applied so well and so easily to our day and age. I just, I don't know, man. I just, it's just one of those places that I could never get over. And this is when God is calling Jeremiah. And I'm going to read it this time. I'm going to highlight something a little different that stood out to me this time. Um, Jeremiah chapter 1, starting at verse 4. It says, Then the word of the Lord came unto me. This is Jeremiah's account of being called by the Lord to his purpose. Saying, verse 5, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. God said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Listen to that again. And whatsoever I command thee, Thou shalt speak. We'll get back to that. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put his hand and touched my mouth, put, put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. You know? There's a lot of ways, a lot of things, a lot of things going on here, a lot of ways to tackle this one, right? But something stood out to me different this time. You know, you can you can read a Bible passage, you can read a Bible verse, and something just sticks out to you different. That's what we call the Holy Spirit, I tell you, man. Verse 7. When, when God says, say not, I am a child, I rebuke that excuse. For you will go wherever I send you and you will do whatever I command you. Whatever I command you to speak, you're going to speak. That's what God, that's what God said. That was God's response to 
Jeremiah's response that was filled with insecurities and anxieties and fears and so on. He said, no, 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 no. Get that out the way because you're going to do what I tell you to do. And it got me thinking this time. Ooh, it got me thinking. Hmm. This is this is supposed to be Jeremiah's calling. You know, when we talk about our calling in life, you know, we always talk about, you know, it goes hand in hand with finding our purpose or discovering our purpose. And and it goes hand in hand with um, with um, chasing our dreams. And that's what we do in our society. We, we make it about ourselves. We're chasing our dreams. Right. But when you read Jeremiah chapter one and you realize that God's response to Jeremiah was, hey, you're making an excuse. Don't say that you're a child. You're going to go wherever I send you and you're going to do whatever I command you. It makes you think that what if our calling in life is not about chasing our dreams? What if our calling is actually a command? And what if we changed our minds to, to transfer from this perspective of seeing our calling as chasing our dreams to our calling as being obedient to a command that God has given us? I think that it would benefit us so much. And that's what I'm going to talk about for the rest of this episode. You see, it's important for us to understand that we are we are following a command. We're not chasing our dreams to hope that things work. No, we are not pioneering our own life. We're not pioneering our own path. As many as us, you know, we want to be pioneers. You want to be the first to do certain things. But you are not. You are not the first one on your path. You are not the one that is creating a new path. That is Yahweh's job. At least that's what the scripture tells us. We see what Moses told Joshua when he was passing the mantle in Deuteronomy chapter 31, starting at verse 7. It says, And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and of good courage, for thou must go with this people unto the land which the Lord hath sworn unto you, their fathers, and um, unto their fathers, to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit it. Look at verse 8. And the Lord... He it is that go before thee. He will be with thee. He will not fail thee. Neither forsake thee. Fear not. Neither be dismayed. It said that the Lord is the one that goes before you. Other places will say that he's the one that's making the crooked way straight. He's the one making a way in the wilderness. Many places in the Bible, you hear the same message of God being the one that is clearing the path and us being the one that follows God. You see, because ultimately, when we start to view our calling in life, not to be about chasing our dreams, but instead following a command of God, you realize that, hmm, now these things that I've been preordained to accomplish, these good works that I've been preordained to walk in, according to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it's not about chasing my dreams in order to possibly accomplish something. No, it's about following a command that will come to pass, not just for your own sake, but for the sake of God's word remaining true. You see, now the weight is off your shoulders. The pressure is off your shoulders now, isn't it? Because you realize that the buck does not stop at your desk. That if you say yes to God, the commands the things that he wants to happen shall happen. Because Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. It's not just for your own sake. It's not just for your own 
accomplishments. It's not just so you can say that, hey, I did whatever God wanted me to do. It's also because if God says that A is supposed to happen, then A is going to happen. B is supposed to happen, then B is going to happen. C is supposed to happen, then C is going to happen. Thus saith the Lord. It's a command. Your calling is a command. Oh man, and 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 and, and there's a benefit when your anxieties and your fears become obsolete because you realize that, hey, this is not being done by my power. This shall be done because God said it would be. God said, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be right there because God said so. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, you have to actually be obedient. So, yes, that involves work. That involves doing the things that you need to be doing, that you know you need to be doing, that you're convicted to be doing, and so on. But at the end of the day, we can rest in knowing that this shall come to pass because I've been obedient to the father and the father said that this is going to happen. He's going to use me for such a task. This is a command. You need to do it. And if you don't do it, you're living in a state of rebellion. It's not on us anymore, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's never been actually. This is a command. Follow his command. You're someone who has been anxious. You're someone who thinks they're not good enough. Well, let me tell you something. I have never seen God call somebody. I'm sorry. I have never seen God command somebody to do something that it is impossible for them to do it with his power. I've never seen God command someone to do something that is impossible for them to accomplish with his power. So when you recognize that your calling is actually a command of God over your life, you realize that it's not all the pressure on you. As long as you are obedient, the pressure's on him. It lies on his shoulders. The buck stops at his desk. The pressure is on his word. Because his word is true. Because everything he says will come to pass. Because this is the same word that shaped the universe and said, let there be light. And there was light. And he says, I'm going to take you here. Guess what? You're going to end up there. No more pressure, man. No more anxiety. So I'm going to I'm, I'm get to it in a minute. That, that, that. <sighs> There's a reason why God told Jeremiah, say not that you are a child, because when we get overwhelmed and just it's about us, it's about us, it's about our it's about that. When you make it about you, you're going to make it about your inadequacies. You're going to make it about your insecurities. You're going to make it about your shortcomings. You're going to make it about your sins. But God not only has equipped you with everything you need for the task, he's also given you grace for everything that you need for a task. So when he told Jeremiah, say not, I am a child, he could be telling you, say not, I am poor. Say not, I am too black. Say not that I was born into the wrong family. Say not that I'm too uneducated. Because just like he told Jeremiah, you're going to go wherever he sends you and you're going to speak whatever he commands you. These things shall come to pass. For the sake of his word. You just need to be obedient. 
So now that I got you feeling very energized, I hope, with the pressure being lifted off your shoulders, I need to talk about another thing. And, you know, that's very important. And I think that, you know, the Holy Spirit actually revealed to me this past week why I love it when God shows me why he's doing certain things in my life. Because mainly I just like to feel loved. I like to know that God's thinking about me. And, um, you know, he kind of showed me that, you know, like with him giving me more responsibility in the church and, and me having more like, you know, um, my, my, my calling being affirmed and so on. Um, there, there was another obstacle that came where, okay, now I feel equipped. I feel energized because I feel the anointing of God. Excuse me. I feel a support as well but you know that support and all that anointing grows a little dull when or at least in your head it grows a little dull when you feel like you are too unclean and god showed me that this is the reason why grace has been something that has been echoing in my head grace 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 talk about grace that's why episode 121 was it 21 happened Grace, 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 grace. Why have I been thinking about grace so much? Why has grace been the topic in my head for so much? You know why it's been in my head for so much? Is because I needed to understand grace as he was taking me to this level of responsibility. You see, because this is how it goes, ladies and gentlemen. In order for us to walk in the authority and in the confidence that God has given us, towards a task that he's put in front of us we need to be in his presence but the problem is we cannot reside in god's presence as we are alienating ourselves from god's presence because we don't understand grace because that's what happens i forgot where it says it in the bible but it says that those that try to justify themselves by the law alienate themselves from christ if you try to be righteous on your own works if you don't understand grace you are alienated from christ you are separating yourself from God. There are some of us that feel so dirty that we don't want to do the things that God has commanded us to do. Things that God has called us to do, the things that God has commanded us to do. Yeah. So if we do not understand grace, then we can't be in his presence. And if we can't be in his presence, how on earth are we supposed to accomplish the things that he, that he wants us to do? That requires us to walk in the authority and the confidence and the power that he's given us. You see how it all goes back to understanding grace? You see how it all kind of meets at this focal point of Jesus Christ? <laughs> Thank God. If you don't understand grace, you cannot fulfill your calling. Boom. Boom. So there I was. A couple Sundays ago. Sitting in the back. After I just, you know, I was in my own head. Like, you know, am I supposed to be on that stage? Oh, I feel like I messed up. I feel like I was stuttering too much. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And then comes this song that we actually sing every Sunday at, at, at the end of service. And it goes like this. <clears throat> Yes, I'm about to sing. It goes like this. It says, my lifetime, 
I will give God my lifetime. My lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. If I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me. He will never ever let me down. I will give God my lifetime. And then they switch it up the next time. They'd be like, my whole heart. I will give God my whole heart. And go like that. And in that moment, man. I felt like God was saying that this is deeper than me trying to convince you to follow me. The calling he's put on my life is deeper than trying to convince him to do certain, convince me to do certain things and do them a certain way and get up on that stage and face your fears. No, it's a command. Following God's command is, it goes hand in hand with when we say we're denying ourselves. Following God's command, his calling over our lives goes hand in hand with us putting aside the fears and the anxieties and the insecurities and everything else that makes us want to sit down when God is telling us to stand up and get on that stage, grab the mic and tell somebody about Jesus. When you give God your lifetime, when you give God your whole heart, You're obedient. You go where he tells you to go and you do what he commands you to do. Case closed. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for this time. Thank you for everything. Thank you for the things that you've done throughout this year and even before this year to this very moment, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. As we reflect on the blessings, as we reflect on the deliverances, the ways that you have been our Father, the way that you have been our ruler, we give you all the praise, Father. Some of us, we feel like we don't have enough to be thankful for. Open our eyes to truly see how big and how great you are. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for having made us equipped to do the things that you've commanded us to do, Father. We thank you for our calling, not simply being something that we have to figure out on how to accomplish. No, but it's something that you've commanded us to do. So we don't have to put all the pressure on ourselves. The buck stops at your desk, not ours. We thank you. So, Father, go before us. In our lives, go before us in this week, go before us in this day, Father, and help us to walk in the path that you have pioneered. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Oh, I love this. You guys have an amazing Thanksgiving, man. If you want to send me, like, you know, a little plate, 
you know what i'm saying p.o box that's what i'm saying love you guys though you guys have a great thanksgiving <laughs>